This episode of Humble and Fred is being broadcast to the world from the well-equipped Humble and Fred studios in Leafville, Peterborough, the French Quarter of New Orleans, and from an old prune oven in Pendagenet, France. And is brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and Health Gauge. And now here are two men who even on vacation can complain about the world from different sides of the world. It's Humble and Fred. Very nice, Dan. Very, very nice. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Yeah, this is where I think we're doing this like mainly for the novelty of the fact that Fred's in New Orleans. I'm sitting next to one of my best friends on the planet, Jeff Lumby, and Dan Duran's at his girlfriend's place. <laughs> in Ontario. In Ontario. In Ontario. I mean, yeah. Okay, so we've done that. Thanks, everybody. Right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Marconi. Where is, Freddie, where are you, buddy? I'm in the um, probably, this would be sort of the warehouse district of um, New Orleans. Just French Quarter? Just just south of there a bit, or east of there. Like, it, it's a 10-minute walk to Bourbon Street from where I am. Beautiful. Nice. That's yeah. nice. You yes. know, it's funny. For the longest time, Jeff's been guesting on the Humble and Fred show uh, for a couple of years now. And, you know, we've been talking to Jeff on Zoom calls since he moved to France. Mm-hmm. And, and Dan's just had this experience. And I kind of want to get Dan's perspective, too. But, Jeff, uh, Fred... You know, you and I have been having Jeff guest with us for quite some time, and it's, you know, you don't really have a perspective. Like, we always see Jeff in this panel, and, right. and I, when I first walked in here, I was like, oh, so this is what it all looks like. I'm going to tell you, Freddie, it's quite the setup here, isn't it, Dan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought originally he was, like, in some sort of cellar in the basement, you know, back in a, you know, side of a hill somewhere. Yeah. But it really is not that. I mean, where you're looking out, if you open the windows there, you'd see a beautiful view of uh, the countryside in France. It's just stunning. That's interesting. I said that to Jeff. It's funny. I've been watching your face on this Zoom call for almost two years, and I had no idea behind these curtains. It was one of the most beautiful views. And, and you know, Freddie, it's like... Uh, I don't even know, Jeff. You, is it, would it be like Napa? I don't even know what to describe it as. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a valley that uh, uh, every single person who's come here said that the, the pictures just don't do it justice. It, you, uh, as you said today, a two-dimensional camera just can't give you the depth of this valley. And uh, it's, it's something you really have yeah, to experience really firsthand, you know. So that room you're in, is that part of the main house or is it part of the guest house or is it part of the studio house or part of the workshop house? No, none of those. Actually, (laughs) uh, none of those, really. Uh, The studio, I guess the closest would be the studio house. Uh, It's a string of small buildings attached to a three carport. And it is the middle building. And then we have a just next to us. This was the largest room in this uh, structure. And we put a wall down it made the studio here and the gym uh, next door. I, th- I think that's what they could. Is that what they call a gym? I, I, He's I got some exercise equipment there, but we're yeah, not sure I, what I, we're I, using I, it for. You know, Fred, it's very hard. I, I think you'll be, uh, you'll feel good about this too, Freddie. Because remember when we first started our podcast over 11 years ago that we sort of showed Jeff how to make these uh, soundproofing panels? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he's really I really learned. caught on, huh? I caught on quickly, I think. When I, Dan, when I first walked in, I'm like, those are like the panels that Jeff taught us how to make, except <laughs> they haven't fallen apart. The ones, our, the ones that we made have just basically started to disintegrate. Well, they will over time, right? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they, yeah but, they but I'll tell you, Freddie, it's quite the setup here. And, and 
And Jeff just mentioned a few of the uh, the buildings on this property. And Dan was just here. We just came back from uh, lunch. It was about a half an hour drive. Oh, we went there, Dan. Yeah. Uh, La KU. We went to La KU. Well, we, we were eating inside, remember? And uh, uh, Oh, with the floors and the wine presser yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's a, it's a different style of life here, Freddie P. And I, I know Jeff was saying that uh, last week. you got to come and see it. But you really do. It's And you're, you've traveled more than I have. But this is like your favorite parts of Italy, your favorite parts of the south of France. And seeing how a, our buddy Lumby has set himself up here, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So tell me, what would you have for lunch at Le Cahie? Uh Le Cahie, uh we, we uh, actually, there was a special today, which we all uh, partook in, which was the entree was this amazing soup, which had uh, squash, uh, mango, and coconut. And it was f- unbelievable. And by the way, entree here means appetizer. Oh, okay. And then, and then the, uh, the main, the plat, uh, was uh, a sea bass or a bass. And, and capped off with a rice pudding for dessert. Oh, for my 19, goodness. For 19 euros 50. Yeah, and by the way, Freddie, I had a, a non-alcoholic left. Left beer, yeah. Left beer, Belgian. one of the best non-alcoholic beers I've ever had. And Jeff had the with alcohol version of it, and I gave him a sip of mine first. And it's pretty good. It was hard to tell the difference. It's, they really do it. But as you were saying, they've really, that, that whole uh, economy, I guess. Yeah, that whole say. category yeah. of drinking. Yeah. Um, and what about you, Frederick? Are you feeling safe in America, or is, are you been, have you been caught up in any turmoil? No, uh, I'm in a very trendy, cool part of New Orleans. This How's is an old warehouse. Pardon me? How's your MAGA hat going? Uh, are, are you? I'll tell you something. I said this to <laughs> Delise yesterday. Delise is my wife, by the way. Is she? Um, yeah. um, <laughs> When I was in Florida last year, nothing but, you know, Trump trucks and, uh, you know, Joe Biden flags, fuck Joe Biden flags and all those here. But I've seen none of that here in New Orleans. None of it. I haven't seen one mega hat. I haven't seen one truck. I haven't seen any discouraging things about Biden. I've seen nothing pro-Trump. But this is uh, where I am right now. It's really trendy. Like this is uh, this condo is like a renovated uh, old warehouse and it's just a lot of young people and cool restaurants and it's a lot different than Florida. <laughs> hey, how was, uh, this was, uh, I was, I think I was telling Jeff or maybe I, I cause you know, I, I know people have made forgotten. I'm here with my ex-wife, Randy. Uh, yeah. It's great being with her. It's the first, the longest I've spent with her in 13 years. And I, as I said to Lumbee a couple of times, it's like all the aggravation of, of marriage without any of the benefits. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been great. No, no, I'll tell you about it when I get home, but it's been fantastic. We've, we've had such a great time in Paris and then here, but um, this was your first, if I'm not mistaken, the first flight that Delise has gotten on? Yes. How was that? Yeah. It was fine. And uh, use Nexus, which is the greatest thing on yes. Earth. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right up there with Spotify. You know what I mean? You, you, you look at the card and you think, this is too good to be true. What just happened? The way I just <laughs> breezed through this thing, it was unbelievable. And uh, and then we wore masks on the plane, which was fine. And it was a little, uh, you know, Air Canada jazz thing or whatever, rouge or whatever they call it. It was, uh, yeah. And then right, the airport in New Orleans was fine and right into a cab with a mask on and we were good. It was well, nothing. That's good. Yeah. 
It was well, that's uh, good that you had a good experience because now you know you're going to both be ready for another one, right? Like it, if it was a bad experience, yeah. you kind of go, okay, we're pulling the plug on travel for a while. And we're coming, uh, we're going home tomorrow. I'm anxious to use my Nexus in Toronto to yeah, bypass beautiful. all those people. It'll be great. Yeah. I can't. Wait. I mean, you, you do have to go to a kiosk, but you buy. There is a Nexus line that gets you by the uh, great yeah. unwashed. Well, that happened coming down here, but there was like six people in it. It was unbelievable. Right. You know, I, I I was also saying that to Jeff and Julie. I don't know about you and uh, Lisa, Dan, but you know, even though it wasn't mandatory for us, I wore a mask on the plane. Yeah. You know, I, I just and I think I'm going to. Because it kind of makes sense. Like you know, we all, people always get sick on planes anyway because the air's so dry and. But I, I, I don't know that I'm going to not do – it's funny because Freddie and I have talked about this, about how at some point we've kind of stopped wearing them in grocery stores. But, you know, the number of times I, I go on an airplane, I'm going to continue to wear Well, and, and, and by the way, while you're talking about the four of you, uh, I just wanted to thank uh, these guys for bringing really, really cool gifts. So Dan and Lisa brought a – bag of gum like the size like you, you don't get this much on four nights of halloweening i mean it was just a you, like it was uh fantastic for julie and uh and that was great and and howard brought uh a few things he brought me um some cigar really nice cigars uh you brought me uh the oh the, the pit stop yes and you brought us both um oh yeah covid all right <laughs> what i may <laughs> I don't know. I may have. That's very funny. <laughs> he, he warned me. He says, listen, I'm going to do a thing. But I, I, I didn't know where he was going. Yeah, I, I, uh, I called Jeff the morning we were supposed to come. Uh, I guess a couple days into my Paris trip, guys, I started to feel mm. like I was getting a little bit of a sore throat. And it kind of got worse. And, and I said to Jeff the morning we were supposed to come here, I said, listen, dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm not feeling all that great. I've got the, that sort of scratchy throat. And if you want us to delay a day... Or so until I get better, I, I'd understand. And he said, no, 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 come on. You know, everyone we know here has COVID. So I never tested myself, Fred. And I'm better today than I've been in a couple of days. But I would say, I don't know. I just had a bad, I, I, you know, the thing is, if it hadn't been for COVID, we'd just think, oh, you had a bad cold for a couple of days. Yeah, but I definitely right. felt something, you know. And, well, it doesn't matter now, right? <laughs> No, I mean, well, and as I was saying to Howard, like Howard very nicely offered, hey, let me see how this goes and I'll, I'll delay a couple of days. But I mean, it, there's somebody is on an airplane right now with COVID. I mean, it's just it's, no matter what, there's somebody at the grocery store is going to have COVID. Right. I mean, I think that's our new reality. Right. And there's no way to avoid it. So and maybe it's not COVID. I, you know, right. I, I haven't seen this guy in over a year. I'm not going to let. Right. That, uh, and so far, it hasn't. We're fine. Everybody's fine. Yeah. And you had to test for it because it was your way of getting home. All those restrictions are off. So, right. yeah. But so I would say, matter one way or the other, yeah. other just, than letting Jeff know you have it so he won't get it. You know? Well, and also, and also Freddie, I was thinking about you and your trip with Darren and the guys to uh, Baltimore. Like, like, I don't know, like, I, 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 if I hadn't, if I never heard of COVID, I would have just said, hey, guys, I have a bad cold. I took some of those, you know, the French version of Tylenol, you know, cold and flu during the right. day. And for the most part, you know, I definitely didn't feel great, but it didn't get in the way of us doing anything. And I, you know, and, and now I actually feel pretty good today. Okay. Um, but I would say if I had tested on Wednesday, which is yesterday, I think. Yeah. If I tested Tuesday or Wednesday, would be I would have been 50-50. Because yeah. I think I had all... 
Although I never got a chest cold, and I never got a cough. You didn't lose your sense of smell. Didn't lose my sense of because I'll tell you. Yeah, I didn't have any of well, that. What, I, anyway, I know what I was getting at, Freddie. What was your what were your symptoms? My symptoms was just a little tiny bit of pressure in my temple. A heart I had to really think about it to notice it. I just thought that feels a bit weird. And a little bit of upper chest congestion, that was it. Oh, okay. Because hmm. I've had a, I've had the kind of sore throat where you know in the nighttime it really hurt yeah. to swallow and Yeah. No, none but, of that. Uh, that's right. I'll tell you, though, guys, uh, four days in Paris with Randy Rosenfeld Glassman, who is uh, very particular about how she orders. Maybe you guys don't remember, but uh, I had been reminded the first time she ordered a vodka. Most people just say, oh, a vodka, you know, maybe ice on the side, but this is Randy's vodka order. Okay, I'd like, um, and she says this in French, by the way. <laughs> I'd like a glass of vodka in a wine glass and a glass of ice with water. And then turn around and spare, stare off into space. I mean, it's like, <laughs> just, just get, have something. Meanwhile, the guy's looking at her like, what? Okay, I want ice in a glass, but separately in a wine glass. And I'm like, what? You want a glass of wine? No, I want vodka in a wine glass. Oh, just order something. Why? And why? You, oh, you call, call her and ask her. You tell her why. That's a million dollar question right there. Um, yeah, we, we've experienced a little of the finicky yep. ordering uh, so far. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, that's, that's... which is why generally Jeff and I just go, yeah, we'll have the omelet. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so is everybody having their own separate meal tonight then or what? <laughs> no, we're actually having, we're having pizza tonight. We're doing the pizza. Oh, right? the pizza. Yeah, that's good. Man. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That pizza is great. How have yeah. you found the uh, prices there, Freddie? Oh, nice. How have you found the prices? In uh, expensive. Frozen? Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, expensive. Yes. Yeah, it is. It, it's just, it, it, yes, expensive. Um, yeah, there's no getting around it. I mean, uh, the restaurants here are like uh, at home, but only in American, uh, only uh, in American dollars. You know, it used to be yeah, right. down and on menu prices always looked a lot cheaper than home. No, not anymore. Well, and, and the and dollar's that... just miserable right now. Yeah, the dollar and the inflation rate, like just the cost of all materials has gone up, really, food and, and building supplies. Yeah. Have you noticed, have you bought any, like, have have you bought any normal food there? I mean, like for groceries or anything like that? And are those crazy more, more so than here or in Canada? Same thing. You know, you buy blueberries, you buy milk. It's all about what it costs at home, but it's in American dollars. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, We go at RRB and go ahead. No, I was just going to say one quick story here. They have the world war two. Uh, museum here and it's really renowned and apparently you know it's the greatest thing ever and you know I got COVID by going into the Baseball Hall of Fame so I thought should we go to the World War II Museum for the experience and then I I was thinking I don't think I will because I don't want to go in a museum and all that closed area again because I've had COVID but Dahl hasn't but beyond that, I'm thinking, how aggravated will I get if I go into the World War II Museum in the United States? You know, their spin on the wars and, you know, they won everything. They did everything. If it wasn't for them, it would, you know, we, we wouldn't know the world as it is today. So I decided not to go in for two reasons, because of COVID. 
and I didn't want to be aggravated because I knew I'd go in there and probably see nothing about Canadians. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know what, Fred? You should go to the one next door, uh, and that is the American War Museum from 1939 to 1942. Not a lot of people in that one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey. Although I wasn't sure where you were going with that story. You're like, I, I thought you were going to say, I went to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame and got COVID. I went to the World War II Museum and got typhoid, which is what they used to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. um, <clears throat> I will tell you that uh, we stayed at a nice Airbnb in the middle of Paris, which I found, you know, fascinating and a lot. I don't know if I, I don't know if I thought it was going to be more intimidating, but it's a big city and it's easy to get around and. But we bought some groceries, and they were sort of, as you say, Freddie, similar price, but in the euro. But I would tell you, in general, I wasn't overwhelmed by the prices of meals. Like this meal that Jeff and I and no. Julie and Randy just had was really reasonable. Three course, uh, three course lunch, very, very good, gourmet for well, nineteen. Well, it'd be equivalent of twenty bucks uh, American, or twenty-seven, twenty-eight Canadian. But it was like the kind of meal you'd have in Toronto, where. Like right. the, the entree would be thirty dollars. Yeah, like no, the, like this is roasted <clears throat> fish, uh, beautiful baked fish with uh, the the gratin vegetables, and and then the soup was amazing. Like the soup was nuts. But it anyway. was different in Paris, right, Howard? Uh, you know, no, I'm even I'm no for sure the countryside here is a little cheaper. But I wasn't even overwhelmed by it in Paris. We had wow. we had a couple of expensive meals at this one. Well, I didn't really like the food, but it was kind of a great view of the Eiffel Tower, which, by the way, and I don't have time to do the story now, but next week on the show, you know, we'd gone to the top of the Eiffel Tower, and then the next day we were walking along the Champs-Élysées, and Mm. the tower's just right there. And at one point, Randy's like, I don't think that's the tower. I go, what do you think it it is, honey? I said, I'll use your logic. What could it be if it wasn't the tower? She goes, well, I just don't think it's where it's supposed to be. I'm like, okay, fine. Anyway... Um, <laughs> that would be, uh, hey, no, it's ridiculous. It, it sounds like if you weren't divorced, you'd be getting one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I say. All the, all the aggravation, none of the benefits. But that being said, we're getting along great. She and I have had such a great time, but I would be remiss before we wrap this up, which we're going to in a second. I don't know about you, Dan, but I will tell you how impressed I was with our best friend, Jefferson Lumby. Because <clears throat> I'll t- you know, Freddie... I, I know you don't, you know, I know a few words in French. I know about Dan's French, but this kid, this kid, get, I went on a couple of errands with Jeff the first morning where we bought fresh croissants and a baguette, all that stuff. Mm. And then we went and got ice cream in an industrial. That's another story we'll tell another time. Oh, yeah. Went and got ice cream. But all watching and hearing Jeff interact in French is really something. It really is something Thank else. you. But, I mean, I'm I'm way behind, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's, it's enough to... Uh, it's enough to make it around here, and I'm and I just keep taking the lessons, keep practicing. Yeah. Uh, it's a very freaking difficult language. It just really is. But well, he's being modest. I'm telling you, like he's getting around, and he, all he he can be understood, and and it's pretty cool to see, especially you know a lot of because as Jeff said, a lot of people here have lived here, a lot of expats, Dutch, and Brit- know, a lot of British, British English people who, who've lived here a while. I don't speak a word of it. Six, ten years, nothing. Wow, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't see the purpose of of moving here if you're not going to at least try to learn the language. I don't see the. No, I, don't, I don't understand it. Exactly, and it just makes your life easier, right? Knowing. Well, of course, easier. exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't but, get that either. And and you know they they've got their little communities and their little. Uh, well, there's a British community over here, and then there's a Dutch community over. There. 
I, I want nothing to do with that. I want to be in the middle of this culture here and to, to absorb it. And as a result, we've got a, a, a large mix of, of, of French friends, and that, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and just before we close, Jeff was texting me the other day, and before we came here, he said, oh, I'm at this party, and, you know, it's a, the party kept going, and I keep getting these updates from the party. He says, at one point, I got an update in the afternoon, Dan, he goes, and now we're dancing. And I ran him back, I go, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you didn't like parties. <laughs> I know. I, I said, who are you, and what have you done with my friend Jeff Lumby? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. So you um, guys anyway, have to guys, go. What's that? Wait a minute. You have to go. Where are you yes. going? Not, not for a few minutes. Uh, no, we got uh, a couple minutes. We just have a, a, a busy day. Uh, we're closing on uh, our condo today uh, in Toronto. So uh, we have Zoom calls coming up. And uh, we also have to do the Jeff and Julie uh, podcast uh, today. Our, our very special guest will be none other than Humble Howard. Mm. So we've got to get that all in and we have to buy groceries. It's just one of those days. Uh, it's kind of a kooky, wacky day. But uh, that, that's, that's what's going on here. So Daniel, before we uh, shut her down, what are, well, give us a couple minutes of uh, just to want to hear what you thought of this and also what your impressions of Venice were, Dan. Yes. Well, that was, uh, well, I mean, I'm having, you're having a, a repeat of exactly what I found there. I mean, you, I, I've done the things like amazed at Jeff and I, we went out in the morning for that croissant run yeah. and consulted a little with Julie on the way out, which, okay, which uh, French word do I use for this particular part of it? And, and, you know, and then discovered that there was other French pastries in the back that we didn't know about. And, uh, and you know, all of that, I'm just like, holy cow. And, the, and just driving around in that area of France because I've been to France but I haven't been to that area of France and it's just it seems like an entirely different rolling countryside you know something out of a, a painting that that I've never experienced before just so calming just being all around there so that was and they're just incredible hosts as, as you're finding out in the walks you know walking in one amongst places that you know somebody built that wall 900 years ago and oh, it's yeah. still standing for some reason. You know, it hasn't moved. So, the, you know, just seeing those kinds of things was were pretty astonishing. And then moving uh, over to uh, to Venice. And by the way, you were talking about getting sick. We got some sort of bug when we got there a couple of days later, both of us. I think we got two different diseases. And I don't think it's COVID because we both <laughs> tested. So <laughs> That's romantic. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of the most. At least it was saying that on my back. Somebody commenting about our romantic relation, our romantic vacation in France and Italy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there was not a lot of that, um, but it was Venice was something else. I've also been to Italy, uh, but I haven't been to a place where you know. I always thought that Venice was small. Mm-hmm. It's massive. I mean, you know, when you look at the, over the rooftops, we had the fortunate, uh, uh, we were just a few blocks away from the big square in uh, right. in Venice St. there. St. Mark's Square, yeah. And uh, just looking over all the rooftops with all the uh, the clay roofs, and it was a sea of it. And then when you're walking around from uh, street to street, there are no cars. I didn't imagine that. I thought there'd be, you know, utility vehicles, but they've got a, a you know, a dumpster boat. If you have got to throw stuff away, <laughs> it's a dumpster boat. The ambulance mm-hmm. is a dump is a is a boat ambulance. A and we saw the dumpster. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Well, yeah. Dan, listen, man, we got lots more good. time next week to catch up with right everybody. Um, <clears throat> I uh the Freddie, I travel safely. I guess we'll see. we're we're back on uh, Monday. Uh, for a full show, and I'm just trying to think. I guess it'll be another 
few weeks before Jeff guests on the uh, program. Also, as he mentioned, Jeff and Julie moves to France in a global pandemic. We'll do an episode of that and let everyone know when it's uh, available to hear not only me, but Dan was a guest on it. And also a recent guest on Jeff and Julie's show, Fred, was uh, Stacy Stacy Allister. Allister, yeah. who uh, runs uh, the world of tennis in the States, and she was our she guest. She runs the US Open. Oh, yes. And, yes. Uh, yeah, and so you're going to hear that episode as well. That's a great time. episode, by the way. It's yeah. a really well done. So, well, Frederick, anything you want to say before we shut it? Well, I'm just trying to think. If I come to visit uh, Jeff and Julie, what would I bring them? What kind of a gift? You guys have covered the cigars and the gum. and the... Oh, Who knows? It depends when. Maybe I'll be running out of pit stop again by then. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Yeah, I, right. I brought him five bars of... Uh, <laughs> Men and speed stick. But ocean surf. But I, I wasn't sure I was... And I, I said, just in case they get compensated. Oh, yeah. I just took a picture of them. He took a him. picture of them, like with a newspaper. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, it'd be one of those things. Oh, how can you bring me my uh, Under Armour Yodorant? I did. Yes. Oh, sure you did. <laughs> no, I have Isn't toilet uh, paper on the list? Oh, what? yeah, Charmin. You can, yep, some friends brought us uh, some Charmin in their luggage. Nice. Uh, all the weird things. Because we've got champagne we covered. We're, we're good with champagne, you know. Well, let's cross our fingers at this recorded. And uh, we'll see everyone uh, in a couple days. Uh, Dan good to Durant. see you, Freddie. Yeah, good seeing you, Freddie. See you later, buddy. Okay, guys. Good to see all of you as well. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Duran, I hope you're feeling better. And best to Lisa, please. All right, I'll pass it on. All right, man. This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and HealthGage. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. And remember, <laughs> no matter where we are, Italy, France, Louisiana, or Peterborough, we want you to enjoy every goddamn day.